0: It's time for South Dakota's Sports Talk Show. This is The Nate Brown Show, featuring live callers, live interviews, and thought-provoking sports talk. From the biggest national names to the hottest local stories. Welcome to The Nate Brown Show on Fox Sports Rapid City. Here's your host, Nate Brown.
1: Oh, here we are. Welcome in on a Thursday. It's always a great day in the Black Hills. How are you? Thanks for being here. Some sun out there today. Not a bad day. A little breezy now. Not a bad day. And we all know it's a great day in the Black Hills, right? We're live on Fox Sports Rapid City. The Nate Brown Show back and ready. About an hour and a half of thought provoking sports talk. Not quite two hours tonight. Why? We're going to send you out to exclusive coverage. High school basketball. Jerome Wickersham, Dean Gurr on the road as I speak. Are you guys listening on the road? You can get us all the way out there, 1150 a.m. Maybe they are. It is Philip hosting the SODAC 16 tonight. So we're going to have Rapid City Christian Girls against Miller coming up at about 540. About 540 with our pregame coverage. So get set. Our coverage of high school hoops just starting. Rapid City Christian Girls against Miller for a shot to go to the State A Girls Tournament. That one game tonight live. Tomorrow we're going to have the Stevens Girls Okay, We'll have that matchup against Huron over at Stevens tomorrow night, a shot to go to the state double-A tournament. So, SODAC 16 coverage the next couple of days here on Fox Sports Rapid City. The Nate Brown Show in, and we'll get after it uh, leading into uh, some live coverage tonight. Um, we are brought to you in part by the rehab doctors, the official sports medicine physicians of the Rapid City Rush, and also your pain relief experts without surgery. There's no referral necessary. You have a choice for your medical care. And choose the Rehab Doctors for pain relief without surgery. Start online at therehabdoctors.com. The pain relief experts without the surgery option treating all sorts of non-surgical musculoskeletal injuries. The Rehab Doctors, again, take your first step to feeling better. TheRehabDoctors.com, Doctors.com. Off and running on a Thursday. Here we go. We'll talk to Stu Whitney. A Stu Whitney sighting on the Nate Brown Show tonight. Live from Sioux Falls, a reporter for South Dakota News Watch. We're going to talk some uh, all sorts of topics on the uh, South Dakota sports scene coming up. Stu Whitney straight ahead. Frank Schwab's on live tonight. NFL writer, Yahoo Sports. Also popping in, Wes Johnson. He's the president and co-owner of the Rapid City Marshals. So the Marshalls indoor football team gets underway really this weekend. They had that preseason game here earlier, and now they get up to speed. Regular season kicks off on the road in Sioux City and Wes Johnson, the owner, uh, co-owner and president of the Rapid City Marshals, talking about the second year of the Marshals. We'll have him straight ahead on the indoor football scene. Matt Zimmer's also going to drop by. He's covering the Summit League Basketball Tournament. Gets underway tomorrow in Sioux Falls. Matt Zimmer on tonight. SiouxFallsLive.com. Sports writer straight ahead, talking Summit League and more. So a busy Thursday show. Let's get you on tonight. 720-1067 is our number. The studio line ready for you. 720 720- and also the barons wilson text line brought to you by barons wilson funeral home the listener text line is open 7201067 on the barons wilson text line you can contribute to the show there of course you can watch the show live right now we're on twitter at nate brown show watch us live bring us up follow us at nate brown show and also on uh youtube the nate brown show a lot of consistent uh watchers now on youtube we appreciate it but Still got to hit that subscribe to us. Subscribe to our channel. Um, That would help you out. You get the live show. You get the archive shows. It's none of the annoying stuff. We're not going to be, like, throwing out all sorts of uh, notifications or anything. So subscribe to the show on YouTube, The Nate Brown Show. So now you've got us, and welcome in on the radio side. Okay, I want to start with something here that I've actually thought about the last couple of days as I've seen more people discuss this. And I said, I'm going to turn this into our Murphy's Pub and Grill question of the day. I love Murphy's, man. They bring us the question of the day, a little thought-provoking question, and, and you guys answer it, and I'll throw you in for a $20 gift card to enjoy Murphy's, downtown Main Street. Great, great food at Murphy's. The the question of the day I want to get get at here is what people's opinions are of what's been discussed the last couple of days in college sports. And this is interesting to me because right now there's so much talk in college sports about – which conferences are getting rich, which conferences have great media right deals. Okay, that's where the money's at, in these media rights deals. Now, that money may be you know, running lower, might be running dry, as a matter of fact, here for some conferences, but there are rich, rich conferences, and in turn, very, very well-to-do programs in college football. And so there's some discussion. If you're not in one of those great conferences with a great media rights deal, what are you going to be able to do in this new world of college sports where – The NIL is taking over. You better have NIL uh, cooperatives. You better have a lot of money. Not only the scholarship side. Forget about that. That's (laughs) the facilities. Oh, forget I mean, those are important, but you got to have the NIL money now, and you better have some nice stuff in-house when it comes to the media rights deals because there's two conferences that are running away with things. And I'm going to get into how this should all be broken down. That's my question of the day. But the two conferences in college sports running away with it, the Big Ten, they are beyond belief, um, a very, very good media rights deal. I mean, they are just unbelievable from the media rights deal. They're going to be they're over $50 million per school each year. And the other one's the SEC. And the SEC and Big Ten added some big boys over this past year, and they're getting ready to join those conferences. We know Oklahoma, Texas on their way to the SEC we know UCLA USC on their way to the Big 10. So the rich are getting richer and they both have massive media rights deals. So so the media companies are paying the Big 10, paying the SEC and the SEC is is rich as well. These guys are all over 50 million per year just off the media deal. Just 50 million flows into the athletic department if you're a part of the Big 10 or part of the SEC. Now, there are other conferences which is going down this road of, hey, how do, we, how do we elevate ourselves? How do we even get in the game? And that's what athletic directors are talking about at this time. You've heard the Big 12 uh, discuss this. Baylor's athletic director discussed, what do we need to do here looking to the future? We might have to add some teams. The Big 12 wants to stay valuable. They're way behind on the media rights, money generation. Okay, The revenue on that side and the Big 12, not close right now. The Pac-12, they are just out there in the wind. The Pac-12's trying to get a deal. They can't get a deal. And then you got the ACC, who's in a deal right now with ESPN, but it's not a rich, rich deal. They have some big programs, a Clemson, a revived Florida State. So those guys make money. They can bring some for the conference to ESPN. But that deal from ESPN to the ACC, that's all the way out till 2036. And so the discussion being had right now amongst these other conferences, the ACC, the Big 12, not only is it what? It's twofold. Do we need to add teams? Is there a good market to add somebody here? Or do we need to uh, think about Maybe buying ourselves out, that's expensive, by the way, but buying ourselves out, if you're at Clemson, do you think about that with a buyout of over $100 million? I mean, I was looking at these numbers. Clemson sitting here in the ACC saying, we're in trouble because we're not making money. Uh, we're not making that much money like a Big Ten school or an SEC school. Yet we got to compete because we've been in the college football playoff. We have a powerful brand. We are one of the elite programs in the country. But we're in a bad conference with n- with not an equal playing field on the meteorites deal. So they're discussing it. The Big 12's looking at it going, can we get more powerful at all? Can we enhance our brand to get our dollars at least closer? We're not going to catch the Big Ten or the SEC. Can we get closer? So here's my question to you. Murphy's Pub and Grill question of the day. Here's my question today. Do you think it is um, okay for a Clemson or a Florida State in the ACC to essentially negotiate a deal where they get more revenue because they have more success than a Wake Forest, than a Georgia Tech? That's, that's my question to you because that's the, the road that they're going down, and I'm talking to some college football guys about this, and they said it's not just going to be given to them like, hey, you're Clemson, you're going to get more money. Here you go. You're Florida State. You're going to get more money. It would be based on a success factor. Essentially, Clemson makes the college football playoff. If they do, and, and they will, there's 12 teams. I would think they would be in there. They should get more of that pie of the ACC deal that is currently signed with the ESPN. So then Clemson's not feeling like, well, we get the same as Georgia Tech. We get the same as Wake Forest. We get the same as some of these programs, North Carolina, even though we're better and we've been better and more consistent. That's the road that college, uh, colleges are looking at, namely, like Clemson, like a Florida State. I think they know we're going to have a tough time getting out of this deal The media deal in the SEC is till 2036. We're going to have a tough time getting out of it. How can we make it better right now? Because I don't know if we can just jump to the SEC where they're printing cash. We we can't just jump there. They're printing cash, the SEC and Big Ten. That's my question. Overall, in college sports, I have a bigger brand. I have more success. Should I get more of the pie? When it comes to a media rights deal, for example, my question of the day, 7201067 is the number. 7201067 on the Barons Wilson text line. I want to see where you stand on this. So we have more success, we win more, we have a bigger brand. Do we just get an equal amount of dollars? Okay. Clemson AD says there's got to be something different here. He said that this week. Uh, from a television and revenue generation standpoint, we might have to look at doing something differently. Is it time revenue distribution within conferences, or at least the ACC is done differently? That's what the AD at Clemson says. What do you say? Or, or here, here I'll, I'll relate one to you. Nebraska's in the Big Ten gets the same amount as Ohio State. Nebraska gets the same amount from this deal as Ohio State. Fair to you? Thanks for calling. you live, and you go ahead.
2: Well, <clears throat> let's look at reality. Vanderbilt gets the same
1: amount. Yes, um, yes. Is that fair as Alabama? That's I a mean, good point.
2: Good point. And here's my deal. You know, uh, am I really this stupid, Nate? I, I'm missing it? <laughs> I mean, you take Clemson in football, in the ACC, and don't give me that North Carolina State with the old guy that was down in Texas. Okay? He's good for three, four losses. I mean, look at the record. I mean, they ain't worth nothing.
1: So (laughs) Clemson should get more money than North Carolina.
2: No. No. Huh? No. Why? Why are they so special? I'm winning. Look at all the attention to the conference. I see a lot of LA Dodger hats. (laughs) With old people around here, I'm like, I laugh. I'm like, I try and get free lunches off them. You know why, (laughs) Nate? You know why, Nate? Because they don't care. They 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 got money. I got you. I'm just not saying it. Ohio State last year. Check this out. I did a little research. Their athletic budget was 220 million last year. Zero championships. Now here's the kicker. I don't know how I found it. 37 school districts in the state of Ohio have less than 30% security. That includes cameras, uh, resource officers, and all that. And I'm like, Ohio so State's you spent taking all 200- that money. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I don't know Nate, if we, we tied that it's one up. because I was in combat. You know, there's a winner,
1: which I was a winner and, the whole time, Nate. And by the way, Clemson wins. Dies, Clemson you wins. Beat, guess what? You lose. Clemson wins. Oh, uh, Wake Forest loses. So I should get oh, more Wake money. Wake
2: Forest, come on.
1: Huh? Go back, have Matt say,
2: hey, Matt, what was Wake Forest's record the last 10 years?
1: Not as good as Clemson's. Well, not even close. No. So, Wake Forest gets as much money as Clemson? I, I'm baffled. So, Arkansas gets the same amount as Alabama?
2: Yeah, yeah, I know. That's what then we're discussing. Then kick them out of your conference, Nate. <laughs> then kick them out of your conference. No, I
1: want them in the conference. But, um, you know, I don't. Ca- in your Florida state, that's
2: another one. I mean, just go back four years. That's a losing record, dude. All
1: right, buddy. Uh, now they're getting better, so hang on. All right? They're oh, getting yeah. better. Just they're getting like better. The
2: twins. <laughs> the Vikings, the Broncos, yeah. You guys so I, are riding. I, I
1: love this. Have I a great love day, Nate. All right, thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. He, he's he's on record of even distribution for all teams. I got him. I got him on record right there. Even distribution, sharing the wealth of this conference money, this money um, where where we just get it. It's just handed to us by the networks, the media rights. They, they pay for them. And the ACC's getting money from ESPN. It's a big number. It's not nearly as big as the Big Ten or the SEC. And Clemson's looking at that going, we've made the ACC football. We are the team that feeds the Bulldog. You wouldn't have gotten this much media rights money from ESPN if you didn't have Clemson. That's what the Clemson AD is saying this week. He said, so it's time to look at doing something a little bit different with the revenue distribution. And college football uh, writers are telling me that they might uh, go down that road. Like if Clemson wins the conference or they, and then they get to the college football playoff, here's a little bit more, here's a few more million, here's a couple more million. An incentive-based uh, program. I don't think a lot of people would like that um, in the other conferences, like the Big Ten, for example. I don't think Nebraska and Purdue and some of these programs would say, yeah, we get the same amount of money right now as Ohio State, but yeah, Ohio State should probably get a little bit more than us. They're not going to go for that. They're all printing money in the Big Ten right now. The ACC saying we have some uh, money, but we're going to keep it even amongst the teams, even though there's a pretty big discrepancy. But there really is in every conference, right, folks? There really is. So let me ask you that. Let's see the answers. Do you believe the more successful college programs in a conference should get more of the money in the revenue split? That's my question of the day as we start this Thursday. Interesting uh, comments from the ADs at some of these institutions this week. One one leading the way is Clemson, another one's Florida State, saying – we should probably be in that mix, too. We're going to have more success. Florida State's coming back a little bit. And yeah, we're a lot better than some of these. We provide so much more value in order to get these big media rights deals, right? So what's your answer to it? Do you split the money evenly? Just keep it even in the conference. Or, yeah, the bigger brands, the more successful programs deserve some more incentive money. That's my question. Okay, uh, let's see the votes. seven two zero one zero six seven. of you on the uh, Twitter poll right now say no, just keep the money even. Keep the money even. 23% of you say yes, more money for the winning programs in a conference. Yeah, there's some incentives there. I'm usually a pretty good incentive guy. I like, don't we like that with our athletes? Let's put in incentives in there and bonuses in there if they if they play and they meet this uh, you know benchmark and they have this success. Don't we like that for our coaches too? I mean the coaches have incentives for how many wins and conference titles and the whole thing. I don't think it's a far-fetched idea to say, yeah, there's there could be some incentives put in for a conference revenue distribution. I think conferences, I don't think that's really far out there. And the ACC kind of looking at it going, oh, we're getting pressure from Clemson and Florida State here. Is that going to happen? Yeah, those are some of the top two programs right there, and they want change. What do you think is going to happen? I think it might. Um, Listener text, the conferences should have house cleaning every 10 years and boot out the poor performing universities. Realignment every ten years? You want to go through this mess? <laughs> you want to go through this mess every ten years? Um, Lister text. No, keep it even. Conference money should be split evenly. Pro sports leagues all get the same amount of money per team. So the colleges should each get the same amount of money per team. So yes, you're you're saying like the Sacramento Kings get the same amount of money as the Boston Celtics, right? But the Kings are good now. Hey, hang on a second. Oh, hang on. It's turned around a little bit. So, yes, you're saying Oklahoma City should get as much money as the Knicks. And they do. And they do in that media rights deal. College sports is is pretty interesting, and they can move. uh, The NBA teams can't just say, hey, I'm going to go to this different league. The colleges might be able to say, "Eh, if you don't meet, what we kind of want here, a little bit more of the pie. I'm Clemson. When I can get out, I'm going to get out, and uh, maybe I could come up with that $100 million. You know, somebody, hey, can somebody help us, a $100 million buyout to get out of this ACC mess and go start printing money? We'll make that up in about one and a half years over the SEC. Automatic, boom. We'll make up that $100 million. Automatic. Let's just go to the SEC then. Um, Lister text, let us say goodbye to the Pac-12 conference, Oregon and Washington are going to be jumping ship. Yeah, and and keep your eye on that. This conference realignment, this conference revenue stuff, the Big Ten and SEC are way out front. The ACC, Big 12, Pac-12, they're they're trying to find ways, how can we get closer? Pac-12 is quite a ways off. Big 12's closer not too close same story at the ACC and the universities are out for themselves saying we just want we just want more money we bring more heat than these other teams we we want more i don't think it's far fetched i don't love it but i don't think it's uh, outlandish it's it's not like they're just handing over a check here you go clemson because you're clemson we're going to give you 5 million dollars more it's going to be based on the success of that team how far you go, how much notoriety you bring to the conference, do you get into the playoff, do you get into the championship? That's a big big money maker for the conference and for that university to be in that conference. Okay, that's a that's a massive monetary value. So I'm I would be okay if they switch this around. I don't think Nebraska fans would if the Big 10 ever thought of that idea, hey, what should we give more money to Teams that qualify for the playoff and win a national championship or at least get in the game. Right now, everybody's sitting pretty in the Big Ten and the SEC, but not so much in the other conferences trying to find their way, trying to find more cash. Coming right back with Stu Whitney. As we get started on a Thursday, a lot to hit with Stu. He's with South Dakota Newswatch, live from Sioux Falls next.
0: Did you miss an interview or great segment on the Nate Brown Show? Just find the Nate Brown Show podcast and listen wherever you download your podcasts.
1: Before you buy, shop Gateway Autoplex. Are you looking to trade your vehicle and get ready for winter? Well, stop into the nicest pre-owned inventory of Fords, Lincolns, Dodges, Chevys, and save thousands. Hey, and Gateway's looking for some more inventory,
3: so if you want to sell your car, truck, or SUV, stop on down for an offer today.
4: So for the best car buying experience in Rapid City or the best credit rebuilder program, stop down to 410 North Campbell Street or 123 Omaha. I'm Scott Hanna. And I'm Adam Ray. And nobody, I mean nobody, beats a
5: Gateway deal. Here's your Fox Sports Rapid City forecast. Lows level off around 27. Tonight, under partly cloudy skies, westerly winds, 5 to 10 miles per hour. Cloudy skies, tomorrow, chance of snow, high temperatures reach up to 41. Chance of snow again, tomorrow night, lows dip down to about 21. Overcast skies, about an inch of snow, tomorrow through Saturday night. That's your forecast on the Black Hills Sports Station, Fox Sports Rapid City. Currently, it's 39.
3: All going somewhere, going higher, faster, farther, going in new directions to new places. At Monument Health, we keep going so you can keep going. We're dedicated to advanced orthopedic care with the latest innovations, technology, expertise, and treatment. So keep exploring, keep making memories, keep going with Monument Health as your partner. Learn more at monument.health/orthopedics.
6: Get away from it all in the great outdoors for lasting family memories with a new or pre-owned RV from Dakota Discount RV. We make your RV experience fun and easy by providing you with a quality recreational vehicle, competitive pricing, and professional sales and service. Our large inventory of fifth-wheelers, travel trailers, toy haulers, and live-in horse trailers allows us to save our customers thousands of dollars compared to most dealers. Stop by and see us at Dakota Discount RV, 3330 East Mall Drive across from Cabela's and on JB Road Block clock
1: For all your office, shop, and storage needs, contact Quality Commercial Properties, LLC at Samco Business Plaza. Quality, affordable, reliable. For the best rate, best facility, and best customer service, it's Quality Commercial Properties, LLC at Samco Business Plaza. There really is nothing better on the west side of Rapid City. Call 605-721-9777. Quality Commercial Properties, LLC at Samco Business Plaza.
3: Hey Rush fans, it's Rob at the Firehouse Skybox. We are your official home for Rapid City Rush hockey. When the Rush are playing on the road, join other Rush fans at the Skybox and enjoy some great food and cheer on your Rush. We show every Rush away game and we'll have Rush themed giveaways every road trip. You'll get a chance to win great Rush prizes with the purchase of a drink or food item. The Skybox has the best food and the best Rush game day experience. Go
4: Rush if you're single a young couple
7: just starting out or an empty nester regular sized loaves of bread just may be too much of a good thing now thanks to village hearth half loaves you can have just the right amount of fresh delicious bread for toast and your favorite sandwiches village hearth half loaves come in five flavorful varieties including dakota style 12 grain honey wheat and premium white you're sure to find the one that's just right village hearth half loaves the perfect size for one or two
3: Hi, it's Colin Coward. Great to be in the Black Hills. Getting the herd weekdays, ten to one on 106.7 FM and eleven fifty AM Fox Sports Rapid City.
1: Welcome back in. Just getting started on a Thursday, the Nate Brown Show, South Dakota Sports Talk Show, live on Fox Sports Rapid City. A lot of ways you can listen. 106.7 FM, 1150 a.m. locally here. Also on on your phone, FoxSportsRapidCity.com. Livestream us anywhere, FoxSportsRapidCity.com. Remember it. Also on Twitter, follow us at Nate NateBrownShow, and you've got the show live. Wes Johnson's coming up. He's the president, co-owner of the Rapid City Marshals, the indoor football team back in year two under new ownership, and their season starts this weekend, the regular season. They go on the road. We'll talk to Wes Johnson coming up. Get an update on the new chapter of the Marshals. Frank Schwab's in tonight. NFL national writer, Yahoo Sports. He's on the way. Hey, it's Stu Whitney. A Stu Whitney sighting on a Thursday. South Dakota News Watch does some great work for these guys. I follow him on Twitter at Stu Whitney. And uh, you can find him there, South Dakota News Watch. Stu, let's talk some hoops and more. Busy time for you. I appreciate you coming on. How are you?
8: Nate, it's good to hear from you. This is definitely a fun time of year. There's uh, some do or die basketball coming up in the next few days with this SODAC 16 format, and uh, it's always. Exciting and uh, slightly nerve-wracking, but it's going to be some good hoops.
1: <laughs> nerve-wracking for you now that your son's playing and all this and that. Stu's son plays for Sioux Falls Lincoln. It's having a nice year. Lincoln, the two-seed, by the way, um, playing Rapid City Central uh, coming up on Saturday. Hey, I've got a question for you. I want to, A question of the day I just want you to sound off on. So, in this world of college sports, some conferences are making a bunch of money. Big Ten, SEC, a bunch. And now the ACC, they don't make as much. They're in a meteorites deal till 2036. And Clemson's AD says, we might have to get better revenue distribution here. We're Clemson. We might have to get a little more money, basically, from this deal more than the other teams. Question of the day, revenue split in conferences. Keep it equal, or should teams be incentivized if they get to a national championship, for example?
8: Are you saying within uh, revenue splitting within the conference? Yes,
1: yes. Like yeah, the ACC. I think there yeah. should
8: be some incentive there. I, I, you I do? Yeah, I think there's a, a a base payment that goes to every member in the conference uh, based on those billion dollar TV deals that are that are signed. But then if you've got somebody going further along, I, mean, I think that's the way it works right now. Actually, if, if you were if you go further in the NCAA tournament, uh, in you the get tournament, more, yes. You,
1: but like in the football playoff, it's like yeah. Like, for example, Nebraska gets as much money as Ohio State, for example.
8: Yeah, I mean, you're only talking about a few teams with college football, so it's different, obviously, than the NCAA tournament. But, uh, yeah, I I think that once you get to that Big Ten level, I think everyone's making enough, quite frankly, that uh, there shouldn't be a lot of griping about it. But uh, I wouldn't have a problem if you give a, kind of an incentive bonus. I don't think it should be a huge a huge difference, but yeah, I have no problem with the incentive bonus to if a team makes it to the college football playoff. You are making the, you are uh, improving the, the conference's brand and, and earning power at that point.
1: I'm with you on that. I kind of said that. I don't think it's far-fetched. Like Clemson's saying, hey, we've been the big boy program in the ACC to the playoff to the national championship, and, yeah, we bring more money to the conference, but we're kind of getting an even split with a team like Wake Forest, and they're not buying it.
8: Yeah, I think there's some merit to that argument, and uh, you're going to see some changes coming up. I think you know you've you've already seen uh, kind of some trends towards a super a super league with USC and UCLA going to the Big Ten, and now Washington is sort of like, okay, you left us high and dry, we want to join too, and so I, I wouldn't be surprised if you just see sort of like a tiered system where you have sixteen, twenty-four, or whatever. Uh, top tier college football programs that are playing at that that that, that top level and the conference has become less important at, at that point and it's uh it's more of a uh, a tiered system where you can bracket it up uh, I really think that we might see something like that in the next ten years or so because the money is just it's becoming such a has and have nots type situation, which you're sort of alluding to and what Clemson is alluding to, that something is going to have to burst at some point.
1: Still Whitney on tonight. He's with South Dakota Newswatch. Does a lot of work on that side. Find him here uh, on the Nate Brown Show talking sports, all right? So let's go into the South Dakota uh, sports scene. I want to go to this yesterday. Board meeting uh, was happening yesterday for the Activities Association, and they released new numbers on ejections this season. This is one of the highest numbers they've seen. We're we having ejections at South Dakota High School Sports uh, from the fall into the winter. You go to a lot of hoops games. Are you seeing um, worse behavior, or is it just, uh, you know, depends, the, it depends on the game?
8: Are we talking coaches and play, players? Players, coaches, and fans, all three. Okay. I would say, uh, yeah, it's trending probably – in the wrong direction, uh, you know. I'm in the stand. I'm in. I'm. I'm a obviously a strong rooting interest for Lincoln, and I, and I, I'd be lying if I said I didn't chew out the refs here or there. Uh, I get somewhat boisterous at games, so I got to be careful about glass houses here. But I, I do think uh, with the shortage of officials, with the need to recruit young officials, or we're going to have, you know, people talk about uh, going to have a shortage of officials. You're also going to have a lack of quality of officials if you get some of these. Uh, people that don't want to be involved, and you don't have this kind of generational thing anymore, and then you're just sort of like it's sort of like school bus drivers. You just yeah, any person, yeah. Off, the, any person off the street who uh, who signs on the dotted line is going to be driving your kid to. He's going to be driving the bus. So, uh, I think it's a quality issue too. I've seen I am seen the coaches as bad. Some of the players though. I think you need to be careful with how you react to a call. Maybe it's from watching too much NBA, but this whole sort of histrionics and uh, gesticulating every time a call is against you—I uh, don't. You know, the, the officials don't like to be shown up, and I think at the high school level there should be a pretty, pretty small uh, allowance for that. I think, you know, so I, I have seen some tees in that regard. I've seen some taunting tees too, and. Uh, you know, those always get people riled up because they don't like the, uh, they think you should allow the kids to have fun. Uh, but if you're, you know, directly taunting and, and gesturing at someone you just dunked on or whatever, you know, JT Rock got one of those earlier this year. I think it was actually off a of block and he did the matumbo oh. finger wag. <laughs> at the kid him and, up? And got, okay. got a So, of course, the Lincoln Faithful did not like that. But, I mean, you're going to, this is a high school level. And, uh So I think they got to rein some of these things in.
1: Do you have a conversation with your son, Stu? I mean, just about reaction. I mean, it's emotional. I played – you know, we played high school basketball, all that. It's emotional when you're out there. Do you have conversations with him about um, keeping it even keel?
8: I do. We used to uh, about – recruiting because I told him, college coaches are looking at stuff like that. College coaches are looking at uh, the way the players behave toward officials, how they relate to their teammates, uh, whether they make eye contact in the huddle with their coach. So those are things that you don't always realize that are being watched. And so we have had those conversations. I think he he, he is able to keep it uh, fairly even keel. The only incident he had this year uh, was when – we were playing at Jefferson and Jefferson players stole the ball at midcourt and was going in for a dunk and one of our guys Jack Hungerberg uh, gave him a hard hard foul and sort of landed near the student section on the he fell into the uh, on the baseline near the student section and was basically in and a couple of Jefferson players got in his face and so he was in between the student Jefferson students and a couple of Jefferson players so Elliot my son went in and Sort of pushed one of the Jefferson students away to kind of get his teammate out of there, and they had offsetting both him, Elliot, and oh. the Jefferson got oh. technical for that. So that's his only that's his only technical this year. I told him, hey, you know, I'd much rather have that. He's protecting his teammate. I'd much rather have that than uh, for griping at an official, which he has not which he has not had much of a problem with this year. So. I'm with
1: you on that. Uh, ejections in South Dakota high school sports at one of their highest levels. They just released some numbers yesterday from the Activities Association. Um, Stu Whitney on tonight, a couple more. I'll let him run. He's live in Sioux Falls. South Dakota News Watch getting set for the SODAC 16, AA, and, and the whole thing. Um, speaking of the ejections, I have a question here for the audience, and it's a really close vote on Twitter. Should the Activities Association publicize – how many ejections on a regular basis? Keep a running tally to bring awareness to it. Would that help, or does that not matter?
8: Are you talking about just an, just an anonymous tally? Yeah, like, like yeah, no, them?
1: not like this school and that school. No, no, don't go that far. But hey, hey, we got eighty-seven ejections. Now we got ninety. Now we got hey, here, yeah, here it is to bring that. awareness to it.
8: I have no problem with that. I think I think there should be more data coming out of the High School kids Association, including stats. But I don't need to tell that to a, to a radio guy. <laughs> no, that's um,
1: right. That's right. Uh, by so the way, fifty-one. I would have no problem with that whatsoever. Fifty-one percent of the audience say yes. Publicize the ejections. Forty-nine percent say no. So I, I don't know why that's so close. But um, last but not least, I look at this um, SODAC sixteen scenario. You got the one game play in. Looks like Lincoln's in good shape. You guys have had a nice year. Uh, Jefferson's playing Rapid City-Stevens. When you see the double-A field, how tight is it? Boys basketball.
8: I would say a few weeks ago, I might have told you, well, it looks like maybe uh, Lincoln and Jefferson are kind of up top and then there's kind of a a field down below. People trying to get into into that level. I think it's tightened up a little bit. I mean, Jefferson's got a couple losses now. Uh, We've got Two more than we had at, at that point, and uh, you, you see teams like Pier that are kind of coming on at the right time. I don't know if it's gets getting healthy or, or they're they found something, but they're you know they just knocked off Jefferson. They're, they were considered a dangerous team, and now they definitely are. Washington's changed their starting lineup; they got really long on the front line, probably one of the best defensive teams in the state. So they're they're definitely in that conversation. And then you got kind of Mitchell and Yankees, a couple of ESD teams that are sort of, sort of hovering a little bit, and, and can beat anyone on any given night. So I think it's a lot tighter than I would have said a few weeks ago. I do think there's some. Uh, I know you love controversy and you love uh, activity. I do. Stuff. There's a controversy oh. about Sturgis being in that number ten slot. You know, they.
1: <laughs> uh, I've talked about they, that too. I, I have. I said. Sturgis—they didn't play any Sioux Falls teams. I've talked about this this week, even out here. I just said that okay. just doesn't seem quite right. Um, I don't want the state to take over scheduling. I don't want that, but I do think we may have it may have to put in a stipulation. You got to play—I don't know—two from the metro. I, I don't know what the number is, but you got to do something.
8: Yeah, I don't know. You, you and I aren't smart enough to uh, mathematically to look to, to judge that algorithm, but something is. Uh Something's a little amiss and I do think it has to do with yeah, them not playing enough uh what I would call quality opponents at the at the double A level. And when they did then you know they, they lost pretty soundly. So um you know who's not happy about that is O'Gorman.
7: Oh Gorman right, comes right. in
8: at eleven and all of a sudden they gotta go to Pier. And so uh, I've heard some, some pretty serious uh, misgivings about the SODAC-16 selection process from the Knight Faithful.
1: Well, you guys wanted the SODAC-16. That's, that's all I'll say. You guys <laughs> wanted the SODAC-16. Um, Stu Whitney on tonight. Great way to finish it out. South Dakota Watch. good luck to your son. It's been a good Lincoln season. Have a good time. I appreciate you coming on.
8: Appreciate it, Nate. Talk to you later.
1: Thanks a lot. Stu Whitney tonight, South Dakota Newswatch reporter on Twitter at Stu Whitney. And he's here on the Nate Brown Show on Fox Sports Rapid City. Yeah, hang on a second, okay? I just want to make sure everybody's aware. Hey, Sioux Falls, you guys wanted the Sodak 16. I come on this show over and over a couple of years. Hey, I don't know if we need the Sodak 16. We could still have the district championship, so we have the district games and then go to the SODAC, then do that. But you guys wanted the SODAC 16, the one-game play-in, the crapshoot, I call it, where it doesn't, you know, it all comes down to one game and hopefully nobody gets the stomach flu and all that mess, and it comes down to one game and then it's a shot to go to the state tournament. So I'm not going to feel too sorry for Sioux Falls O'Gorman or teams like that. You wanted the Sodak 16 and the formula you said was going to be perfect. The power points and the seed points going to be perfect. Not quite. Not quite. Frank Schwab on the way. NFL writer for Yahoo Sports here on the Nate Brown Show next.
0: From high school to college to the pros, this is the Nate Brown Show on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM Fox Sports Rapid City.
4: Need service? Denny Menno Toyota services all makes and models, even if you didn't buy it from us. Our certified techs do everything from oil changes to major repairs. Plus, we offer free inspections. Need tires? We'll beat anyone's price on the same exact tires and free rotations for the life of the tires. Need convenience? Schedule your service online and get free car washes and a free courtesy shuttle. We're at your service at Denny Menno Toyota on East Mall Drive or at DennyMennoToyota.com.
1: Hey, Murphy's Pub and Grill downtown Rapid City invites you in to try their sriracha BLT and also on special, their beef stew. So much great food at Murphy's. Take a look at the menu. There's nothing like it in Rapid City. Plus, Murphy's Pub and Grill getting ready for St. Patrick's Day. They'll have live music all day, a special St. Patrick's Day menu, and they're open for breakfast starting at 7 a.m. on that Friday and Saturday. Get a great bite to eat at a great place. Murphy's Pub and Grill, Main Street, downtown Rapid City. Did you know Highmark Credit Union was started as Rapid City Teachers Federal Credit Union over 80 years ago in what was known as Rapid City
8: High School? We're proud of our legacy in education and affordable solutions for our community. Today, Highmark provides a full range of consumer products and commercial lending services to thousands of area members in western South Dakota. Consider joining
4: Highmark. We'll make it happen. Highmarkfcu.com Customer service and knowledge. You expect it, and we provide it. As a general insurance agency, Fisher Rounds & Associates has aligned itself with the nation's strongest carrier networks, giving you the highest quality coverage at the best possible price. When it comes to claims or other issues, we handle everything so you don't have to. That's what we mean when we say we're at your service and at your side. Fisher Rounds & Associates, proudly serving South Dakota with offices in Pierre, Mitchell, Rapid City, Sioux Falls, and Watertown.
0: Good people of South Dakota, Abe Lincoln here again. On average, your South Dakota lottery gives over $490,000 per day back to the state for good things like schools, natural resources, and more. That's 49 million pennies daily. You could stack those pennies 47 miles high each and every day, but that'd be downright silly now, wouldn't it? So, you should probably just keep giving it to schools and stuff. The South Dakota lottery. It's good fun, good people. Must be 18 to play. Please play responsibly.
9: With all the snow and cold temperatures, it's that time of year when people want to plan a trip somewhere warm and sunny. Do your research and purchase from known companies. Your version of luxury accommodations and close to the beach can be completely different than their version. Know exactly what you're to get from your purchase and who to reach out to if issues arise. And make sure that you get everything in writing. If you should have issues with your travel package, call Consumer Protection at 800-300-1986. Or visit their website, consumer.sd.gov, for more
7: information. Hi, this is Jeremy with Jerry's Cakes and Donuts, inviting you to kickstart your morning by dropping by and grabbing some fresh donuts. I want to thank you for voting us the best in the Black Hills. We're up early making your favorite donuts, so stop by and bring some to the office. Everybody loves Jerry's Cakes and Donuts, and we love you. So stop by, get a great selection and brighten up your day. Serving Rapid City for over 40 years, Jerry's Cakes and Donuts at 109 East Omaha.
4: And remember to like Jerry's on Facebook for some great giveaways. Hi, this is Dan Patrick. Remember to catch me weekday mornings from 7 until 10 a.m. right here on 106.7 FM and 1150 a.m. Fox Sports Rapid City. And now, back to Rapid City's sports talk show, Nate Brown Show. Nate
1: Come back in. Your sports, your show. The Nate Brown Show on a Thursday. Fox Sports Rapid City, 106.7 FM, 1150 AM. And stream us there on your phone, foxsportsrapidcity.com. On your phone, work, computer. It's good good with me. I mean, I'll clear that. But, all right, foxsportsrapidcity.com, live stream there. Frank Schwab's on tonight. Covers the NFL and more. He he does it all there, yahoo sports.com. place I visit each uh, day. See what's happening with the crew. Good coverage. YahooSports.com. Find him on Twitter at Yahoo Schwab. It's Frank Schwab back on the Nate Brown Show tonight. Frank, good to have you. How are you?
10: Good, Nate. What's going on?
1: I'm doing all right, man. I appreciate you coming back on the show, and I wanted to ask you um, first things first about this survey yesterday that kind of you know got people's attention of the NFL Players Association ranking their organizations themselves. And, you know, from the food service to the training staff to the weight room to the team travel to treatment of our families, all that other stuff off the field. And so players surveyed, 1,300 of them, and coming out at uh, the top with the best score overall was the Minnesota Vikings. Vikings fans up here love that. I'm going to say, what should we take away from that? I- important, interesting, No, nothing at all.
10: I don't know I thought it was somewhat interesting but I also realized that the worst NFL well the second worst NFL team is still going to be a very professional operation right like I mean it's it's which luxury car do you love the 31st best one is going to be still pretty darn good right and then you got the Washington commanders who are just an absolute train wreck of a franchise I mean it it literally is zero surprise that they were the lowest right I mean Daniel Snyder. Uh, like it, this is uh, he, he's the worst owner in sports history. I mean just every single possible conceivable way you can quantify an owner in a in a, in a professional sport Daniel Snyder's the worst. I mean it's it's, it's it's almost impressive how bad he is. But so I mean when you know I saw like the Kansas City Chiefs way down there like right? yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So but I but it's, I don't think it's like the Kansas City Chiefs are you know making their you know players uh, Fly Southwest Airlines on the way to road games or anything. They're they're still treated really really well. So I don't know that necessarily I took too much from it, but it is interesting to see you know how players think about different teams, different you know aspects of how they're treated. I mean to be honest, these guys are pretty spoiled, and maybe they you know in some ways they deserve to be. They're the top of their profession in a very co- competitive profession. But I do think you know one thing you could take away from this is team's at the top, Minnesota. I mean, word gets around. And when free agents, if you're, you know, if it's a tiebreaker somewhere, look, money's always going to be the number one issue. But if it it's a tiebreaker and you're like, you know what? Everybody seems to love playing for the Minnesota Vikings and they treat the players pretty well. I- I'm going to give them a second look. I, I think that could be... Probably the biggest takeaway from this, other than just, you know, looking at the list and kind of being uh, entertained by by which franchises are considered kind of the cream of the crop when it comes to treating their players.
1: Yeah, it's interesting. The uh, top five Vikings, Dolphins, Raiders, Texans, and Cowboys. Cowboys yeah, didn't Yeah, I
10: could them. not believe the Texans. I right, could not believe right. the Texans. like that. I mean, you look from the outside in, and the ownership stare is terrible, too. But, obviously, they treat the players pretty well. Yeah, the Cowboys doesn't surprise me whatsoever. They have top-notch facilities. And Jerry, for you know, anything people want to say about Jerry Jones, he does pour money into his franchise. Like, I, you know, I mean, I don't think there's any question about that, That they have the top-ranked, uh, top-notch facilities and whatnot. So, it was all very interesting. And, yeah, that top five is... Uh, if you would have made me guess beforehand, I don't. I, Cowboys probably would have been in the top five. I don't know if I would have gotten any other one, and that's top five.
1: No, I'm th- I'm, I'm I'm with you on that. Frank Schwab on tonight. That uh, survey was out yesterday, and there's a lot of details like in the full thing. Um, let's uh, speaking of the organization that's that's having a tough time. Washington Commanders. Eric Bieniemy goes there to be offensive coordinator slash assistant head coach. Was that a was was that a tough decision that he made there
10: it had to be I mean I think in his perfect world he would have used multiple Super Bowl championships to to get a head coaching job i I mean that I think everybody kind of figured that right at some point that that was going to happen and it it just has not and there's probably many reasons for that but one of them is that teams kind of look at that situation say and I'm not saying this is right. But they say, well, of course, Eric, the enemy's along for the ride. He's got one of the—he's he's not the main play caller there. That's Andy Reid, one of the greatest coaches of all time. He's often the coordinator for one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Of course, it's easy for him. So I think he just needs something, and again, I don't think this is fair. I really don't. But the truth is, Need something on his resume other than hey, I was the offensive coordinator at Kansas City Chiefs and Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes were there. And going to Washington, if he look at Sam Howell, if he's their quarterback, if he has a big year and and they look good on offense, all of a sudden I think teams will look at Eric Bieniemy in a totally different light. And I think he was at the point in his career where he said I don't really necessarily want to leave. Especially for a worse job. I mean, I can't imagine anybody would rather be with Washington than Kansas City at this point. But I think he viewed it as, I need to do something. I need to shake things up. I want to be a head coach. It's not happening. What can I do? And honestly, the one answer to that is, hey, go somewhere else, a downtrodden franchise, turn their offense around, show that you are a genius too, then the head coaching jobs maybe will come. I mean, maybe he will still get looked over. I don't know. But I think he had to do something to to help himself there.
1: Frank Schwab on tonight. Couple more Yahoo Sports National NFL writer. So, what are we going to find out about Aaron Rodgers here, Frank? Come on.
10: <laughs> He's he, he quote quote unquote. I'm not trying to drag uh, this out. Oh, really, Aaron? You've only done it for like five years now. I mean, this is. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure the Packers are kind of tap their watch like you know hey we we, we got an offseason coming up here and I believe 13 days uh, when free agency starts league year starts uh, they, they got to have some kind of clarity I don't know I, I mean I think Aaron Rodgers plays. I think the only thing I feel really confident about is he's not going to retire.
1: Like okay, that? Okay.
10: I don't know. I mean, who knows? He's, he's as as Ted Thompson famously said, as a complicated fella. Um, so he might retire, but I don't think so. But the question becomes, does he want to play for the Packers? I think the other question is, do the Packers want him back? Uh, and that sounds crazy, but I think the Packers have got to look at this as, look, we can cash in our chips right now on a 39-year-old quarterback. We can... Get a lot from the Jets right now. We can give Jordan Love a shot before he hits free agency so we know what we got there. This just seems like time. Like it is the right time to do it. But on the other hand, it's really, really hard to move on from a franchise icon and four time MVP, right? So I don't know. I don't know how this is going to play out. I just, the one, that, like I said, the only thing I feel confident about is Aaron Rodgers not going to retire. But maybe I'm wrong about that, too. It, it's, it's impossible to predict what he's going to do.
1: I would agree with you. I think he does play. I think he plays. But it's interesting how it all plays out. Nobody's in a rush, I guess, to say, I, I'm in. And I just don't get the how you don't know. But nonetheless, um, last one, what about Denver? Sean Payton's put together his staff now. The big one's Vance Joseph coming back there. How do you think that works? <laughs>
10: It's kind of crazy, right? Like, I mean, Vance Joseph, uh, it's just weird. I mean, he was the head coach here a minute ago. You know, and now he's coming back as defensive coordinator. I'd like to hire, though. I, I think Vance Joseph is a good defensive coach, and I think that's going to be a good fit. Um, I don't know. I, I just – I like all the moves they've made. I mean, I think this offseason has been pretty good for them as far as putting together coaching staff and whatnot. Uh, I think that I, – I think that, you know, Russell Wilson, if he's humbled by last year at all, can put his ego aside a little bit because – Last year, Nathaniel Hackett let Russell Wilson do whatever. He was almost starstruck by the guy. Sean Payton ain't going to be that dude. Sean Payton has got the biggest ego in that building now. I think he didn't admit that. So I don't think there's going to have to be some give by Russell Wilson to make that relationship work. But I think it will because Sean Payton's a great coach. And I think at the end of the day, Russell Wilson's a great quarterback, too, regardless of what happened last year. I like everything they've done, but at some point – Boy, all these draft picks that they've lost are really going to come back and bite them. I don't know if it's this year. I don't know if it's next year. But somewhere, a couple of years down the road, we're going to look and say, why does this Denver Broncos team have no depth? Oh, that's right. They traded basically every draft pick they had to get Sean Payton and Russell Wilson. So they're going to have to make this thing work. But I like everything they've done this offseason, including hiring Vance Joseph for on their defense.
1: I was going to make the T-shirt. I'm giving Vance a chance. Okay? I'm giving Vance the <laughs> chance. Uh, thats uh, I'm going to copyright that. NFL writer on tonight, YahooSports.com. Tom. Find him on Twitter, at Yahoo Schwab. It's Frank Schwab. Frank, always great. Thanks a lot. Absolutely appreciate it. I appreciate the time. I'm going to trademark that. Should I get that T-shirt out? I'm going to give Vance the chance. Give him a chance, everybody. Broncos fans. <laughs> I think that, I mean, we better get to work on that. I might have to have Matt Kearney get to work on that. What's the revenue split? Let's see. Let's see. Clemson gets, you know, wants a little bit more, so... A revenue split even? Even? I don't know. I don't know. Give Vance a chance, everybody. I'm okay with it. It's not like it's like, oh, home run, home run. But I'm okay with it. Vance Joseph has high character to come back in the building. Um, respect him for that. And I think he's going to uh, work his tail off and, and try to and get the job done on the defensive side for the Broncos. All right, getting set for the drive at 5. We're not quite there on a Thursday, but we are here with the new – chapter of rapid city marshals indoor football what should we know about this team and this season rapid city marshals president and co-owner the new owners Wes johnson as the season starts on the road this weekend Wes is next
0: live callers big time interviews and breaking sports news this is the nate brown show on fox sports rapid city
3: March into Pops Tire Service for huge savings on auto and light truck tires. Right now, get up to $200 off select sets of four Goodyear tires. Up to $100 off select sets of four Bridgestone tires. Or up to $90 off select sets of four Firestone tires. Plus, an additional $40 off installation on select sets of four Goodyear Bridgestone or Firestone tires. Hurry to pop Offers end March 31st. pops We know tires and service. You should know pumps. Visit Popstire.com.
5: Here's your Fox Sports Rapid City forecast. Lows level off around 27. Tonight, under partly cloudy skies, westerly winds 5 to 10 miles per hour. Cloudy skies. Tomorrow, chance of snow. High temperatures reach up to 41. Chance of snow again. Tomorrow night, lows dip down to about 21. Overcast skies. About an inch of snow tomorrow through Saturday night. That's your forecast on the Black Hills Sports Station, Fox Sports Rapid City. Currently, it's 39.
3: First Gold continues to be Deadwood's most rewarding gaming destination. Every Friday through Sunday, win your share of $8,600 in promo play through hot seat drawings. Don't miss the Lucky 7 $7,000 giveaway on Saturday night, where we drop for $1,000 cash winners every hour from 5 till 11 p.m. And on Saturday, March 25th, it's Deadwood's biggest single-day giveaway, the $18,000 Golden Cash Blast. First Gold Gaming Resort, it's where Deadwood begins
1: and the winning never ends. We all know life's busy and if you get sick, you can get behind pretty quick. That's where Black Hills Urgent Care comes in. No appointments needed, no long waits, just fast, affordable care to get you feeling better quicker. Black Hills Urgent Care has two locations in Rapid City on Haynes Avenue and Mountain View Road. You can simply check in online at bhucare.com. That's with the letter U, bhucare.com. When you need care, see the team at Black Hills Urgent Care, the faster way to get better.
6: Thank you. I'm with Brian at Anytime Auto Sales Service and Detail. Pretty much every season has its unique needs for car repairs and maintenance, does it not? So
11: true. The A.C. charge is now the coolant flush, and the get my brakes and tires ready for winter rush
1: is here. We still offer mobile synthetic blend oil changes for only $34.99 to lifetime brakes for just $329 an axle for most vehicles. Now that's pads, rotors, labor, and of course, the lifetime guarantee. People need to jump on that. You know, they really do, as these deals will not last
6: forever. See AnytimeAnytime.com for an entire page of money-saving service and detail coupons. I think most people think the days of the friendly neighborhood mechanic were long gone. Well, here at Anytime Auto Sales Service and Detail, we want to change that. We're here to be your trusted neighborhood automotive caretaker. Come see Anytime Auto Sales Service and Detail, folks. The place to trust. Your AAA and ASC certified service center. See anytimeanytime.com and as always at the corner of Highway 79 and East Minnesota.
4: Anytime Auto Sales.
0: Live from the Anytime Auto Sales Service and Details Studio, sales, service, and recreation, this is Fox Sports Rapid City.
1: Welcome back in the Nate Brown Show, South Dakota Sports Talk Show. We are live. It's coming up on 5 o'clock on a Thursday. The drive at 5 straight ahead. Hang on. Matt Zimmer's on the way live from Sioux Falls. Covering the Summit League tournament, SiouxFallsLive.com. Boy, a Summit League basketball coach said he doesn't like going to Sioux Falls. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. This is the thing we're going to get into that straight ahead. Matt Zimmer on the way, SiouxFallsLive.com. Covering the Summit League. Hey, it's Rapid City. Marshals are back. Indoor football in Rapid City. You saw the preseason matchup, right? They had a good effort in that preseason game. Now the regular season kicks off. The Marshals are on the road this weekend to start the season. But then they'll be back home here soon for the home opener. President, co-owner of the Marshals, Wes Johnson, here on the Nate Brown Show on Fox Sports Rapid City. Wes, good to have you back on. How are you?
11: It's good to be back, Nate. Thanks, and uh, I'm good. I'm good. Thank you.
1: Excellent. I appreciate your time. So, a lot to discuss because I think fans are like, okay, Marshals are back, new chapter, um, new owners, new GM, some new players. Um, you know, this is a, a fresh start. You want a fresh start. Let me go back to your build-up to get the, to this season. What has been the most challenging, Wes, for you? You, you buy the team. You have to work through some things with the previous owners. What's been the most challenging to get to today, kicking off the season on the road here?
11: You know, I think the most challenging has been just convincing our fans, convincing our corporate partners that, uh, that well, first of all, that we're, we're completely different. We're a new ownership group. Um, and And just that the way that we're doing things this season is completely different than any organization has done, I mean, in the past. I mean, we know Rapid City's had a history of, of indoor football, and and we're just we our our battle has just been convincing, convincing our fans and convincing the the corporate partners that the word we're different. We're not doing it like anybody else has done it, and really our our goal is to be here for the long haul. You know, I want to be here for decades to come. So
1: I I get that because people say, oh, in the past this happened, and in the, oh, we've heard this before. So so I understand some of the battles you you're, you're probably facing there. I'll ask you about though the fans that came last year and I know you weren't involved but the fans that came I went to these games there's great crowds I mean the the following I think it was one of the best in the league can we get back there?
11: Oh, I think so. I think so easily. I think we've 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 built a lot of excitement already this season. And I and I, I we've just been way more visible in the community than than the past ownership group. That's for sure. You know, I mean Uh, you've probably, if if you're even anywhere near Rapid City, you've seen us on the digital billboard, you've seen us on TV, you've seen us in the Rapid City Journal, you hear us on your show. I mean, any opportunity that we can have to engage, to engage the fans and engage the community, I mean, we're taking it because, I mean, that's how we're running this organization too. I mean, we're, we're, my sister who is co-owner, Rebecca, and I, I mean, we, we we're we are working as part of this organization we're just not sitting back some other place you know watching from afar we're we're actually got boots on the ground too and and anything that we ask our our employees our our staff our players our cheerleaders to do i mean we are willing to to do it too so
1: Wes Johnson on tonight. He's the president, co-owner of the Rapid City Marshals. They're on the road to start the regular season this weekend. Then they're back at home here at the Summit Arena. Um, I'll ask you about Dante Dudley, your head coach. I've had him on, and and I asked him. I said, "What are you looking forward to this year?" And and basically he said, "Hey, I, I came back because I'm coaching football. I don't need to do this and this and this and this and and all the other stuff either." He said the structure's a lot better. What was your plan with Coach uh, Dante Dudley and, and putting that in place?
11: That was exactly my plan. Uh, I, I listened to him when he was on your show last week or the week before, and, I mean, that what, that's exactly what our plan was. I told him at the end of last season, you know, if, if, if you're willing to work with us in this next year, I just want you to coach. I want you to build us a winning team. You don't have to worry about the headaches and the fires of the last organization. You don't have to worry about – You know, if the players are going to have housing or food, uh, I just I want you to put together a winning team, and and create a culture of, of a team, and and that's exactly what he's been able to do.
1: Is this Champions Indoor Football League on solid ground, or I should should I say more solid ground? Last year I was I was a little concerned. Some some owners out, some teams you know iffy. What's the league look like? I think the
11: league's looking really strong, actually. Uh, We have a lot of new ownerships. Uh, Steve Titus over in Gillette and Billings, new ownership. Uh, The the guys down in Topeka are new ownership. Um, You know, there's there's just a totally different feel in the league. I think that I told you before that I'm chairman of the board um, for Champions Indoor Football. So, I mean, I've kind of been approaching approaching that with the league like I've been approaching it in the community, too. I mean, we want to... uh, we want to build a real, a, I mean, like you said, a really solid foundation for the league, just as much as we want to in Rapid City. So, so this thing is is here for the long haul, and and so the league becomes more reputable. You know, I think this is one of the longest lasting uh, indoor football leagues, and and yeah, they had some problems last year, and that came from the ownership, you know, the previous ownership group in Rapid City and Gillette. Um, but but now that we've gotten rid of those those bad eggs, I think I. I we're we're on a we're on a pretty firm footing right now
1: yeah i got you uh west johnson on rapid city marshals president co-owner as the season gets ready to go um i know you're on the road this week and, and we'll talk to coach next week and the whole thing but home opener what are we excited about here
11: you know we're just excited to see how we play against sioux city sioux city no doubt is a strong team they've they've got uh they've got a lot more history and a lot more experience um just as in the in the league, of course. Um, but I don't know. I think I think we've got a pretty solid team. I'm 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 looking forward to seeing how our guys uh, bring bring the heat at the, at this game, and you know, looking forward to seeing what Coach Dudley and and Antoine and and Matt Wells have done with the team. You know, I've been to a few of the practices. We're practicing early in the morning and throughout the morning, and and I mean, we've got we've got just this really cool culture of players that are looking out for each other. You know, there's no one in our team that's uh, that's that's got like a a me personality or a me only personality. You know, if if somebody needs a ride, we've got this cool app that everybody communicates on. You know, and, and everybody's communicating really well. I mean, we've just we've got we've got a great group of guys, and I think as long as they they go out and have fun. And they, they're they listening to coaches and, and doing the right things, and they're working as a team. I think, I think we're going to be a force to be reckoned with.
1: Well, I'm excited about it. Uh, Rapid City's loved indoor football, and I've said it on the show. I've loved indoor football. I've been in Billings. They had a great ownership group years ago. It was really, really popular. A new chapter of Rapid City Marshals indoor football with Wes Johnson, president, co-owner, and uh, they'll be on the road this week and the home opener coming up uh, next week. Wes, good to have you on. Uh, Best of luck to you. We'll stay in touch.
11: It's always a pleasure. Thanks, Nate.
1: I appreciate the time. Wes Johnson on tonight. Rapid City Marshals football is back. He's the president, co-owner, and the new ownership group taking over and uh, on the road at Sioux City this week, and then the home opener coming up at the Summit Arena all right, Summit Arena should be fun. Uh, the crowds last year were, were great, and, you know, things went awry because all the stuff behind the scenes. So uh, give them a shot again. Give them a shot again. I will be doing that uh, myself. Okay, we'll, we'll team up with the Marshals. We'll get you involved a little bit, you know, some tickets, get you out to some games. We'll have some fun with it. Uh, Fox Sports Rapid City getting into the drive at 5. With Matt Zimmer coming up from the Summit League, which Summit League men's basketball coach says pretty much, why do I have to come to Sioux Falls every year? <laughs> he, he said that today. I'm going to get into that uh, Summit League scenario as SDSU, USD, and these teams try and get that bid to March Madness. But first, I'm going to stay right here in Rapid City. This is something um, that I'm going to, to discuss if Rapid City is trying to get this Rapid City Sports Commission really going, it, it, the Rapid City Sports Commission has launched, okay? D'Amico Rodriguez, the executive director, we've had him on the show. The goal is to have sports events, sports tourism that drives economic impact, and make Rapid City a better sports destination, okay? We may need to have a new indoor sports facility that's been recommended. By an outside group that looked at what could Rapid City do best and to get an invest, a return on an investment, If we could get an indoor sports facility, I believe it would be massive. It could be huge. I'm talking a big one. Eight courts, you know, basketball, volleyball, wrestling, indoor soccer, uh, competitive cheer. The, the list goes on. But how do we get there? I mean, I, you know everyone's well, it's money, yes. How do we get there in this community? I have an idea. You know the Vision Fund? I love the Vision Fund. We've done some unbelievable work with the Vision Fund in this community for nonprofits, for great organizations, okay? Is it time the Vision Fund is used a little differently? Let me explain when it comes to sports next.
0: This is the Nate Brown Show.
5: Being in a different profession for 38 years, uh, it was rather scary to go into a business of my own. When I decided to be able to go into this business, I worked with Joni, who helped me get set up with banking for my business and just helping me figure out what I need to do to navigate being self-employed. Banking with Pioneer Bank makes me feel like that small town that I grew up in. They're just like family. They're there to help take care of you and to help you be successful. Pioneer Bank and Trust is local.
3: Pioneer Bank and Trust, member FDIC.
1: Tin Lizzy Bet MGM Sportsbook is your home for the best sports betting experience in the state. With great food, great service, and brand new TVs, there's not a bad seat in the house at Tin Lizzy. And now the countdown is on for one of the greatest sports events all year, the NCAA Basketball Tournament. Make plans now to take in March Madness at Tin Lizzy Bet MGM Sportsbook. And dare to place your bet now from basketball to hockey. The game is on at Tin Lizzy Deadwood.
0: KIMM Rapid City and K294BT Rapid City. The Black Hills Sports Station. 106.7 FM and 1150 AM. Fox Sports Rapid City.
8: What can Elevate Performance do for your athlete? Brandon Drum, D2 lacrosse player at Mars Hill University.
4: I started going to Elevate Performance for problems with my knee, and after working with Britt, he identified some other issues that helped me prevent severe injury. Elevate's strength and conditioning program also helped me perform at a much higher level. My goal was to play college lacrosse, and I am thankful for Britt and Elevate for helping me achieve that goal. Elevate worked with me on a personal level and helped mold me into a stronger athlete. Get your athlete started at
3: Elevate Performance SD.com. For nearly 100 years, Connects
2: has been providing the know-how and materials to help their neighbors grow. Through partnerships
3: with builders, homeowners, and contractors, Connect Home Centers have impacted our communities,
1: making them stronger and safer through support of local organizations and neighborhood beautification projects.
7: Improving the quality of life for others is important to us. We are
9: Connect Home Center, your hometown lumberyard lending a helping hand in building our communities since 1928.
0: Here at Pizza Ranch, we appreciate innovations in food delivery, like how the ancient Italians used to slingshot hot meals to hungry Romans on the go. And while we appreciate the creativity, it turned out to be, well, a little messy. So, we found a better way to bring you our legendary pizza, the country's best chicken, and our one-of-a-kind cactus bread. Just place your order online, on the phone, or on our app, and then pick it up or have it delivered right to your door. All nicely packaged in clean, sturdy, non-flying boxes. No catching necessary. Pizza Ranch. Mmm, mmm.
5: Great news I just got the State Farm personal price plan On our home and auto insurance You told our agent about my thing for romance novels No, you don't have to get that personal Our agent just helped me choose affordable options To create a personalized price just for us
3: Oh, sweet Then you won't believe the love triangle Jen is in now
2: Contact me, State Farm agent Scott Carlson To create your personal price plan today
5: Prices vary by state, options selected by customer Availability and eligibility may vary
7: Is Bruce
8: R. Remember to catch the eye couple weeknights from 6 to 8 p.m. right here on Fox
4: Sports Rapid City. And now let's get back to Rapid City Sports Talk Show, the Nate Brown Show.
1: Welcome back in the Nate Brown Show on Fox Sports Rapid City. It's always a great day in the Black Hills, right? We know that. We're rolling in the drive at 5. Brought to you by Summit Automotive Group. Pre-owned selection, really good. Stacy and Matt, they've worked to find the right vehicles, and then you work with Summit, experience the Summit difference. No high-pressure sales gimmicks, all that garbage stuff. It's just the right financing, the right vehicle, the right treatment. Okay? SummitAutoGRP.com. Start there on your phone before you buy. SummitAutoGRP.com. The Nate Brown Show featuring Matt Zimmer tonight. Sioux Falls Live, that's his new spot. He's he's been with the Argus leader now at Sioux Falls Live in the Mitchell Taylor Republic. Matt Zimmer covering the Summit League tournament. Now there's some headlines out of the Summit League tournament. Starts tomorrow in Sioux Falls. SDSU, USD, NDSU, the whole thing. One head coach that has a great program, by the way. He's, he's talking today. He basically, he's like, I don't know why we do this thing in Sioux Falls every year. Yeah. <laughs> he just he went off. He's like, it's minus 10 outside. He went into other stuff. We'll get into that. Matt Zimmer uh, straight ahead. Okay. Um, let's look at uh, a situation here, which I think needs to be discussed. And I think people need to be educated on it because here's what happens in this community. Here's what happens. I'm a big sports fan, you all are too. I assume if you listen to the show maybe okay um, sports uh, things have gotten funded here in this community uh, fairly well, fairly well. I mean we've had we've had this vision fund which is a brilliant concept. I'm a huge fan of it. the one cent uh, sales tax okay the one cent that gets split off and goes into the vision fund because it's visionary. It's thinking, what can we do in, to improve our community, invest in our community, whether it's nonprofit or infrastructure, whatever whatever it has been. The Vision Fund has been a home run. And the reason I know that, I, I talk to people from my home state, Montana. They don't have anything like it because they don't have a sales tax, so they can't implement that and, and the whole thing. And they're like, man, it's, it's, it's tough sledding to try and get community centers and all of the stuff. We've done great things with the Vision Fund across the board but then there's always been this why did we fund that why did we fund this and so there's always a sense of controversy around the vision fund to a point i don't you know this is a pet project you know this and and here's what happens with sports there are sports haters the booger eaters i call them but uh, (laughs) is that not nice i'm sorry uh there are sports haters and they say you shouldn't do anything with sports. I say that because they don't see the value of sports and investing in the kids and the youth and, and some of that stuff. I really believe that. And so they say, why do we do why did we do this sporting facility or, or this or that? Why did we why did we spend this money? There is some arguments to be made sometimes. Do we use it wisely? The Vision Fund. Has that process been good? The Vision Fund Committee? slash city council that's who's been looking at this and and they look at projects and groups make proposals and there's people that do a lot of work with this and I respect everybody that's had a hand in this and and made decisions because the easiest thing to do is sit back and complain okay the hard thing is to make decisions do the work and so I appreciate everybody that's done it and there's been valid arguments over the years sometimes Should we have done that? Should we have done this? But I believe sports gets a bad rap more than other things. I believe sports is a—why do we—do we really value sports as much as this nonprofit mission and we're going to do this and this? And sometimes I understand that. And so I've got an idea here today when when we think about what we're going to do in the future for sports— whether that's facilities, and, and I think that should maybe be at the top of the list because the discussion has been, how can we get an indoor sports facility, multi-purpose use, that could really impact the community, bring people in for tournaments. We could use it for practices, all the area teams here. I mean, there's we live in an area where it's cold, it's, it's the whole thing. We need events during the shoulder seasons, right, during the off-season to bring in people to Rapid City to um, – Revitalize the economy. I mean, the whole thing. So if we think about this moving forward, should we keep going down the road of, well, let's let's put some more sports requests into the Vision Fund process? I believe that hasn't always been the best. You need the dollars, but the argument from the general community gets murky. The argument's always, we're really going to do sports? When we have this need and that need, we're really going to do a, an indoor sports facility, Nate? You're crazy. And so I'm going to tell you, sports does have an economic impact. And as a matter of fact, generates dollars in that sales tax piece, that one cent sales tax, okay? Which we're at 6% here in uh, Rapid City, by the way. So sports events and and all throughout the year, they generate that s- s- sales tax um Dollars, They generate those dollars. So why couldn't we now, with a Rapid City Sports Commission, have a different idea? Vision Fund is more, okay, overall community needs, but is there a slice of that pie that is then in the sports category for the Rapid City Sports Commission to decide what's a priority in the sports environment here right now? Does the vision fund committee slash uh, city council want to keep on trying to determine, well, which sports team should we support this year? Which sports organization has the best story? Which, which is the most important? It, it, it did not go well sometimes. Sometimes it went okay. Sometimes it didn't. Is there a way we can have a separate um, proposal, essentially, vision fund, Absolutely phenomenal for this whole community. But there are a lot of projects that the Vision Fund Committee can look at. There, I believe, could be a portion of that Vision Fund that is for sports that the Rapid City Sports Commission may be able to be more of an expert on when we're all rowing the same way in the sports side of things. So what I'm telling you is the Vision Fund Committee, a lot of them, they're not sports uh, plugged in. Okay, they're not the stakeholders on the sports side here in this community. Why couldn't we do that? I know it's like, well, change the whole process. I mean, I understand the bureaucratic stuff. I know that sometimes ideas, you need to think about them. You need to uh, think it through and say, well, how does, uh, you know, the Sioux Falls Sports Authority, well, they have funding and and they do their own thing through, uh, you know, the Sioux Falls Sports Authority has control over sports there. They don't go to the you know city council and say, "Hey, uh, do you guys want to do a tournament at the Pentagon?" <laughs> no, I mean they're like, "You guys are in charge, okay? Get some private uh, sponsorship and kind of run with it." I think there could be something of that nature here. I really do. Vision fund process, keep it the same. Community overall, okay? Look at it. Look at the different groups. Look at the nonprofits. Look at the causes rapid city sports commission gets to look at the sports side of things the experts in sports look at where the community needs to go when it comes to facilities events etc is that okay and by the way now we can also look at what could we get maybe just a little bump in the the booze and board tax could we just get a little bump in that here's how that process goes that's got to go through the legislature Okay. The legislature is in control of that tax on on the bed and booze tax. Okay? Bedboard booze, whatever you want. <laughs> however you want. That goes through the legislature. Could we bump that up just a little bit? Do you do you go to Denver or places like this and get hotels, Sioux Falls and you look at how much you get taxed on your hotel rooms? Honestly, do you do you do that? Cuz I travel quite a bit. I get my uh, uh, receipt emailed to me. I just look at the final price. My hotel rate's 179 and then the room ends up being 192 I I don't care. I, I don't look at, oh, wow, the tax is really high here. That's how Las Vegas built part of the Allegiant Stadium for the Raiders. They raised the uh, bed tax in Las Vegas. They're just like, hey, Here you go. Let's bump it. Did we stop going to Vegas? Are we really worried about, man, I'm not going to be able to bet as much on, on roulette table because I got this tax that increased here at the Mandalay Bay. It was really, really tight. We got to think about that. I mean, I know this legislature is careful with raising the taxes and the whole thing. The reason I say that, people that visit us, they're the ones that end up helping us improve our community. The Rapid City, Rapid City and the Black Hills get so many visitors. Why, why couldn't we just bump up that med tax just a touch, provide a lot of funding on the backside for Visit Rapid City, thus into the Rapid City Sports Commission to improve our future um, when it comes to facilities and events. A couple of different ways there. I think the vision fund process um, could be tweaked, and sports could carve out a piece of that. Coming right back with Matt Zimmer, Sioux Falls Live from the Summit League Tournament where one coach says, man, I don't don't think this tournament's really that great in Sioux Falls. Next.
0: This is South Dakota's sports talk show, the Nate Brown Show on FoxSportsRapidCity.com and live on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM, Fox Sports Rapid City.
6: Are creepy crawlers hanging around your house or maybe even in your house? Warren Chemical and Equipment Company has the answer for spiders, millipedes, crickets, sawbugs, and more. They carry professional-grade pest control products and applicators for do-it-yourself pest control, and they can advise you on how to use them. For professional hands-off pest control, call Warren Chemical and they'll handle your pest problems for you. Warren Chemical and Equipment Company. We kill bugs. Call us at 342-7644.
5: Here's your Fox Sports Rapid City forecast. Lows level off around 27. Tonight, under partly cloudy skies, westerly winds 5 to 10 miles per hour. Cloudy skies, tomorrow, chance of snow, high temperatures reach up to 41. Chance of snow again, tomorrow night, lows zip down to about 21. Overcast skies, about an inch of snow, tomorrow through Saturday night. That's your forecast on the Black Hills Sports Station, Fox Sports Rapid City. Currently, it's 38. If you're an
4: experienced body technician, we have a spot for you at Danny Menholt Rapid Chevrolet. We have immediate openings for experienced body shop techs. You'll earn $29 per hour and work Monday through Friday. Our equipment and facilities are state-of-the-art, and we offer matching 401k, health, dental, and vision insurance. We have a large book of business with many established accounts. If you're looking for a great opportunity, apply in person at Danny Menholt Rapid Chevrolet or apply online at Indeed.com.
3: At Black Hills Federal Credit Union, we are committed to improving the lives of our members and bettering our communities. As your community credit union, we're here to get to know you and your unique needs. From extended service hours to the newest technology, we have you covered. Stop by any location to get started or text or call 605-718-1818. BHFCU is member-owned, not-for-profit, and federally insured by the NCUA.
0: Live from the Anytime Auto Sales Service and Details Studio, sales, service, and recreation, this is Fox Sports Rapid City.
7: Welcome back
1: in. The drive at 540 on a Thursday. The Nate Brown Show Live, Fox Sports Rapid City. Glad you're here. I appreciate that. If you miss parts of the show live, go to the Nate Brown Show podcast. It's available where you download your podcast. Apple, Google, Spotify, SoundCloud. just has got a new follow there on SoundCloud. You can find us out there. Wherever you download podcasts, the Nate Brown Show podcast is available for you. We'll upload it tonight. We're going to have high school basketball coming up in about 20 minutes. Okay, We've got SODAC 16 coverage tonight. Girls basketball class Say exclusive coverage. Jerome Wickersham, Dean Gurr on the road. They're going to cover Rapid City Christian and Miller. Shot to go to the State A girls tournament. Rapid City Christian Miller live from Philip. Have we ever done a broadcast from Philip? Saying hi to everybody out in Philip. I think that's great. Matt Zimmer's on tonight from Sioux Falls. Summit League tournament starts tomorrow. He's covering it. Mitchell Daily Republic. Okay, you can find his work there. Sioux Falls Live. And on Twitter at Matt J Zimmer. Matt, good to have you on. How are you? I'm good, Nate. How are you? Doing good, man. I want to go to the uh, Summit League tournament and uh, <laughs> this deal today. I, I was kind of getting a kick out of it, and then I was like, "Well, let, let's see what what's this guy really saying." Paul Mills, Oral Roberts men's coach. They're really, really good. And uh, he was just kind of in a Q and A there with media, and he kind of went down, you know. It's minus ten outside. We go in there. There's red everywhere. USD, blue everywhere. SDSU. We're the number one seed. We don't know who we're going to play till late. I don't know. If, you know, he he didn't sound like a big fan of this uh, tournament. There. What do you make of it?
9: Um, that's not a new take, you know, from some of the schools that are a little further away. Um, and and he's not, you know, totally off base in just saying he doesn't like it necessarily. Uh, but a lot of the things he said, you know, to sort of illustrate his point, I thought kind of fell flat. I mean, the high temperature this weekend is almost 40, not minus 10. So We're only off by about 50 degrees there. <laughs> you guys got um, a heat wave, Matt. That's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. Well, and actually, it's funny. You know, it could not be just my imagination, but I feel like Summit League tournament, the weather is actually usually pretty good here in Sioux Falls. It's always the state tournament weekend that it's terrible. Um, but also just, you know, he kind of said, well, they should have it at the different home sites, and every, everyone would sell out. Denver would sell out. or Roberts would sell out. West Illinois would sell out. No, they wouldn't. Um, we've seen around the summer league there's a lot of empty gyms, especially in the women's tournaments. I mean, I don't necessarily blame him because everybody's you know, kind of got their own stuff as their top priority, but his comments didn't even consider women's basketball, and we all know that's one of the biggest drivers here is the men's tournament's great. I mean, it's maybe one of the best, most well-attended mid-major men's basketball conference tournaments. But from a women's standpoint, the Summit League rivals—you know, the Big Ten, the SEC, the big ones. I mean, it's the attendance for the women's basketball tournament here is so much bigger than it would be anywhere else that they can have them both at the same place. Uh, The the USD SDSU have home court advantage, of course they do. Um, But you know, that's maybe a small price to pay to have this kind of stage for mid-major basketball. And let's face it, the last couple of years, the Summit League hasn't even been that great by mid-major standards. I mean, you know, with some of the players that have left and, and what we've, you know, these teams are, are 14, 15 seeds when they get into the NCAA tournament. This is not exactly, you know, big-time Division one college basketball. So... I kind of feel like, and are are we all biased here in South Dakota? Absolutely, because we're the ones that get to have this thing. But, you know, I really think in a lot of these cases it's kind of a be careful what you wish for sort of thing and maybe appreciate what you do have in South Dakota. I don't know if the Summit League tournament is going to stay in Sioux Falls forever. I mean, I don't know if SDSU and USD are going to stay in the Summit League forever. Uh, But there's a reason it's been here for 15 years now, and that's because uh, this community has – responded to Summit League basketball in a way that probably none of the other markets in the league would. And as long as that's the case, I don't think it's going
1: anywhere. Oral Roberts men's coach Paul Mills kind of went on that uh, uh, rant there just a little bit today saying, I I don't really like it. Um, What's he trying to get at? Is he trying to get at, hey, playing some of these early games at home? You think that's his big deal? What, What do you think?
9: I think he's just making excuses in case they lose. Um, because, you know, they're they're 18-0. and 0. They're the number one seed. Everyone expects them to win, and if they don't, that can sort of be the, well, you know, it wasn't fair if or USB or whoever had a, a home court advantage. But I don't know. I mean, like I said, you know, a lot of other conferences, they just whoever is the number one seed gets to host it or that used to sort of be the thing. Now you see a lot of neutral sites like, you know, you know I think the Big Ten has theirs in Chicago, and you've seen other things like that. Um, I just, you know, do you want to play the Summit league tournament? In Minneapolis and have empty arenas or half-empty arenas for most of them. Do you think the Twin Cities media market, the Twin Cities fans, are going to get excited about <laughs> the Summit League when they've got you know Major League Sports, the NBA, the Gophers, all that in the market? Uh, Omaha has not responded to the University of Omaha and Nebraska down there. I mean, their their programs have struggled to get any footing. In Denver, the, the Pioneers don't make a blip,
1: right? Because they have got
9: Colorado, Colorado State, the Broncos, the Nuggets, all that. Um, Tulsa's probably the closest one that has ever had any level of success doing it, and they didn't do nearly as well as Sioux Falls did. Um, you know, Fargo's been thrown out there at times. Maybe that could work too. Um, but like I said, I just think right now the summer League thinks like they have a pretty good thing going in Sioux Falls, and as long as Sioux Falls is willing to continue investing in it the way they do and run it as well as they do, that's the other thing. It isn't just about, you know, rolling the balls out there and opening the doors and let people in. I mean, the, the staff, the way that – that uh, the Sioux Falls Sports Authority and the Premier Center operate these tournaments is, is first class. I mean, it, it is a very, very big time professional uh, event and how it is pulled off. And I don't blame the Summit League one bit for for wanting to continue uh, having what they have there.
1: old Roberts, the number one seed, by the way, um, are they beatable?
9: Yeah, um, you know, eighteen and zero is eighteen and zero. Speaks for itself. That's hard to do. We saw the Jacks do it last year, uh, and then they did, you know, the hard part's winning the Summer League tournament because, you know, 18-0 and 0 really doesn't mean anything other than bragging rights, you know. Oral Roberts would be in the exact same position right now if they'd gone 17-1 and 1 or 16-2. and 2. Uh, If anything, it puts a little more pressure on them. But you look at their schedule, um, they didn't have any really great non-conference wins before conference play started. Um, they've had some close calls, and not just against the other good teams. You know, they – only beat Omaha, the last place team in the league, by three points at home. Uh, just recently they struggled with a North Dakota team that's playing better now but was early in the year maybe the worst team in the conference. Uh, SDSU didn't even show up the first time they played them in Tulsa, uh, but they gave them a game in Brookings the other day, and not only did they almost win that game, but they showed that, that maybe they know how to slow down Max A. Smith, that maybe they can do some things against Connor Vanover, their seven foot five center. So, and kind of to tie this back into you know your comments on Paul Mills, I wasn't kidding when I said I think partly he's laying down some potential excuses because if you look at this tournament, and go okay, Oral Roberts is the best team; they should win. That's true. But if they're not going to win, what's going to what could trip them up? How are they? What could be the scenario where they don't win? I think everyone looks at it and goes, they get beat by SDSU because the Jackrabbits they played them close just a week ago, only lost by four. But maybe that home court advantage that Sioux Falls premier centered sea of blue, nine thousand fans, whatever it's gonna be, maybe that's worth four points. Maybe that's what makes the difference and helps them win that thing. So is Oral Roberts the favorite? Yeah. If I had to bet money on someone to win, that's who I put it on. Uh, but it's it's not a foregone conclusion. The Jacks could do it and you know so so could North Dakota State. I mean they they've won five out of six and they've won this tournament five times without having the home court advantage necessarily. So I still think it has potential to be a really exciting tournament.
1: It's one and done, man. Uh, Summit League tournament starts tomorrow in Sioux Falls. Matt Zimmer covering at Mitchell Daily Republic in Sioux Falls Live. Here's something that's connected on the women's side. I just want to get your uh, reaction here. SDSU's having another great run. Coach JJ, outstanding. Minnesota fires their women's coach today. Is this uh, on tap here? People going to start buzzing about AJ to Minnesota?
9: Yeah, and they should. I mean, uh, I think the Jacks, or I mean, the, excuse me, the Gophers have had that opportunity in the past. I mean, A.J.'s a Minnesota native. He's uh, got very close ties to the state of Minnesota. You know, he's a Twin fan. Um, he recruits Minnesota. He's got family there. And the thing is, you know, AJ's been coaching the Jacks for twenty-something years. So it feels like he's this old guy. He's not. He's still only, like, 47, 48 years old. Uh, He's still a young guy in the coaching world. Uh, It's time, maybe, for him to make a move like that. He's proven everything he can at the mid-major level. uh, And the Gophers have struggled so much. You know, the last time they had an opening, people threw out AJ's name and – all I had ever heard was they are never going to hire a man to coach their women's team. They just won't. They, they, he's not even going to be considered. And it sure seemed like that's how it played out. It didn't seem like he was given any sort of real chance to get that job. Well, things have changed a little bit in the last few years, not just in that they went through another head coaching cycle and didn't win, but think about who it was. It was Lindsay Whalen. You know, I mean, she's a gopher legend. She is with loyalty at the University of Minnesota. If they're willing to cut her loose after everything she's done for that university – That tells me that maybe they're at a point that, okay, all bets are off. We have to consider everything here. So maybe the door is finally open for Aaron Johnston uh, to get that job, to at least be considered for that job. And, you know, I don't know who else is going to be in the running. I don't know a lot about what, you know, women's basketball coaches candidates are out there, uh, but he makes a lot of sense. To me, if he's interested, and I, I can almost guarantee you that he is, Um, that's a slam dunk hire to the Gophers. I don't think he would fail in that job. So if I was a Jackson, yeah, I'd definitely be nervous about that potential.
1: Maybe something to watch with Aaron Johnston, head coach, SDSU women, and he's got him in a great position here for the Summit League as well. But Minnesota just got rid of their head coach today. Matt Zimmer on. He's covering it over the next uh, week here, man. The run just starts. Sioux Falls Live and Mitchell-Daily Republic. Matt, always good. Thanks for the time. You bet, Nate. See ya. Appreciate it. Matt J. Zimmer on Twitter here on the Nate Brown Show on Fox Sports Rapid City. We're back with Inside Sports Medicine. We'll do that before we go out to Rapid City Christian and Miller in the Sodak 16. Hang on.
0: You're listening
1: to the Nate Brown Show. First Gold continues to be Deadwood's most rewarding gaming
3: destination. Every Friday through Sunday, win your share of $8,600 in promo play through hot seat drawings. Don't miss the Lucky 7 $7,000 giveaway on Saturday night, where we draw for $1,000 cash winners every hour from 5 till 11 p.m. And on Saturday, March 25th, it's Deadwood's biggest single-day giveaway, the $18,000 Golden Cash Blast. First Gold Gaming Resort, it's where Deadwood begins and the
4: winning never ends. At Denny Manhill Rushmore Honda, we have a lot full of used cars, trucks, and SUVs. Shop imports and domestics. Many are local one-owner trade-ins. Plus, the area's best selection of used Hondas and Honda certified pre-owned. With financing as low as 3.49 APR. Or buy any used with no money down and make no payments for 90 days. See us at Denny Manhole Rushmore Honda or RushmoreHonda.com. Financing on select certified pre-owned. Length of contract is limited. Offer expires 228 23 Offers with qualified credit.
3: The doctors and staff at Black Hills Orthopedic and Spine Center have provided expert bone, joint, and muscle care to patients in the Black Hills area since 1976. Whether you're an elite athlete, a weekend warrior, or just want to continue your active lifestyle, the orthopedic experts at Black Hills Orthopedic and Spine Center will help you stay in the game. Don't let an injury keep you from doing the things you love. Trust the team at Black Hills Orthopedic and Spine Center, specializing in what moves you. Learn
0: more at bhosc.com. Live from the Anytime Auto Sales Service and Details Studio, sales, service, and recreation, this is Fox Sports Rapid City.
1: Welcome back in. Your sports, your show, the Nate Brown Show live on Fox Sports Rapid City. Before we go to high school basketball tonight, exclusive coverage tonight, Jerome Wickersham and Dean Gurr with the play-by-play. Matt Kearney running the show. We've got great coverage of the Class A Sodak 16. Rapid City Christian girls playing Miller on the way next. All right. Live from Phillip. I don't think we've done a broadcast from Phillip, so that's the neutral site tonight. And we'll have that straight ahead. Rapid City Christian trying to get to the Class A girls state tournament. Let's go Inside Sports Medicine, brought to you by Black Hills Orthopedic and Spine Center. When it comes to taking care of the athletes on the court right now, they're there. Also, the weekend warrior, like you and I, Black Hills Orthopedic and Spine Center, the expert team. Learn more at bhosc.com. Orthopedic surgeon on tonight, Inside Sports Medicine, Dr. Lou Papendick. Lou, always good to talk to you. How are you? I'm
7: doing really well, Nate. Thanks for having me on. And let's go, Rap City Christian. Let's I like it. it done, right? let's,
1: let's do it. I, I think that would be it, great. Is, is it going to be Kiefer to Kiefer to Kiefer? Yeah. Is, that, <laughs> is that the play? That's sometimes how that goes. I know that. Uh, that's how that goes. It works pretty well. Um, let me get into Speaking of basketball, let's go NBA. Um, my, my favorite team, because my daughters like them, are the Suns. They've got oh, yeah. Kevin Durant. They pick up Kevin Durant. Big trade. He's hurt. And then he just makes his debut last night, okay? He comes yeah. back. He's on a minute's restriction, and we'll get into this. MCL sprain was the injury over a month ago. You're a knee guy. When when it's MCL sprain, tell me what's going on.
7: You know it, yeah. So if I recall, it was like early January, and he, took, he was like making a move around, down close to the baseline, And uh, another player kind of fell on the outside of his leg, and it basically bent his knee that direction. So the ligament that's on the inner half of the knee, like if we touch our knees together, that side of the knee, that is the medial collateral ligament, and that's what he sprained. And so, you know, there's different degrees of that sprain. And, of course, we don't know exactly how severe it is, but usually an isolated MCL sprain that will heal without surgery and should be able to get back playing.
1: Okay. When you say heal without surgery, how did it heal? What needs to happen during this month and a half?
7: Absolutely. So in this month and a half, first of all, he has to avoid re restraining it, right? Re bending it. So he's allowed to bend his knee in flexion and extension but just no sideways in because that can potentially stretch that ligament back out and delay healing. But that ligament, it's outside the capsule of the joint. It's got a rich blood supply, and it will heal. It'll scar up and heal, and he should do well. Usually takes, you know, a mild sprain, maybe three weeks. A little bit more significant sprain could be six to eight weeks. And so I know they've been talking, maybe hold him out of the All-Star game and let him heal. But he should be ready for your sons to make that final push.
1: Yes, I look at it and I say, Lou, Kevin Durant comes back and he's on a minute's restriction, so he's not going to go full bore. But I say, how how cautious do, do you think his sports medicine team is with a sprain like this to, to make sure he is ready?
7: Yes, I'm sure they're being super cautious. I mean, he's... He's an impact player. He's what's going to get them deep into the playoffs. They're probably gunning for a championship. And so they're going to be super cautious with him, and they're going to err on the side of safety.
1: I'll ask you this uh, before I let you run. Lou Papendick on Inside Sports Medicine, brought to you by Black Hills Orthopedic and Spine Center Orthopedic Surgeon. Can you uh, re-injure this thing? Is that the worry? In the early phase, yeah, you can re-injure it. But
7: if he's healed... And they give him, you know, a good eight weeks. The risk of re-injury late in the season, very, very small.
1: Inside Sports Medicine with orthopedic surgeon Lou Papendick, one of the best, uh, Black Hills Ortho. Lou, always great. Thanks for coming on.
7: Nate, thank you so much. Good luck. And uh, we'll see you down the road, all right?
1: All right, great. Uh, The team's out there taking care of the athletes. You know that here locally at Black Hills Orthopedic and Spine Center. We go Inside Sports Medicine. Always want to get you Some insight, a little perspective on what's going on. Uh, Kevin Durant back after an MCL sprain. Lou Papendick, one of the knee experts, orthopedic surgeon at Black Hills Orthopedic and Spine Center. Since 1976, they've been here providing expert care. Start online to learn more at bhosc.com about their team and their services at Black Hills Orthopedic and Spine Center. All right, Lou Papendick on tonight, and now basketball is on. Uh Rapid City Christian. And Miller, Sodak 16, Class A girls. Jerome Wickersham and Dean Gurr, Matt Kearney takes over next. Good luck to the Comets. We'll see you back here tomorrow for Hoops. Stevens also playing Huron tomorrow. Back-to-back coverage on Fox Sports Rapid City.